Hello and welcome to the Marketing Alliance Marketing Technology Book Club. I'm your host, Carlos Doughty, and the founder. Today I am with the marketing rock star that is Gary Vaynerchuk, talking about crushing it. Gary, for the free people out there that possibly don't know who you are, would you mind just giving us a little bit of an overview? <laughs> you just made me smile because that's what I always do when I have somebody on the Ask Gary V show. Uh, I am a, I'm an entrepreneur. Um, born in the former Soviet Union, came to the U.S. when I was a kid, uh, hustler kid, lemonade stands, candy, you know, washing cars, shoveling snow, uh, built a large baseball card business when I was a kid, went into my dad's liquor store business uh, as a teenager, launched one of the first e-commerce wine sites uh, as a teen, uh, winelibrary.com, actually as a 20-year-old, uh, and then um, proceeded to run my family's business for a decade, growing it from a three to a $60 million business. Um, which was amazing and, and a great accomplishment. I had a lot of fun building that with my dad. Uh, and then started a YouTube show called Wine Library TV because I thought that was going to be big. It was. YouTube was big. Made me realize I was good at internet marketing, e-com, you know, email, Google AdWords, YouTube. I've been right consistently about where the world's going. So I decided to lean into investing. Uh, my first three investments were Facebook, Twitter, and Tumblr. Changed the course of my career became an, uh, kind of an angel investor, internet personality, wrote a book about social media, took off, made me a keynote speaker and personality, went on to write five New York Times bestselling business books, started an agency called VaynerMedia with my brother in 2009, working with Fortune 500 companies, have operated that since 2011 full time. Over the last seven years, I've grown it into a $150 million business in revenue, uh, 800 people, global offices in London, next year, Singapore. Uh, potentially Brazil, bought purewow.com, a women's publishing company to start a publishing arm of my Vayner machine, started a holding company called VaynerX, where VaynerMedia and PureWow and now 1.37 p.m., a technology company called Tracer, some announcements I have coming soon. So now I've got a holding company of marketing and communication companies um, and, uh, and an and a, a, uh, individual that pumps out a lot of content as a human around marketing and mindset. Um, and, uh, and that's some of the things I do. Some of, there's quite a few there. Impressive. There is. Thank so you. Gary, um, back in 2009, you published Crush It. 2018, yes. Crushing It. What's the final sequence? Crushed It. And what does that look like? Is yep. that buying the New York Jets? Yeah, you know, I've been thinking a lot about it because you've got it pegged. I will write that book. Now, my intuition is it won't be about me since the books have been about my audience, like, hey, take advantage of this. Hey, take advantage of this. So I don't know how that book will be written or when, but uh, it is on my mind. Okay. So talk to us a little bit more about the moves you're making. So you've talked a lot about buying a brand and flipping it. Um, who yes. have you got in mind right now? I mean, you obviously love an underdog. You've talked about buying old dying brands, leveraging your agency, your audience. But how close is this? Um, my intuition is it's not that close because I, I thought it was closer two years ago. What's happening is the way I'm going to pull it off is by building the best marketing holding company in the world and using that talent infrastructure IP. So what's happening is I'm realizing, you know, everything's expensive right now because the economy is frothy. So don't get ahead of yourself, Gary. Stay chill and stay focused on building out the machine, training up the executives. You know, and so my intuition is um, 
is it's not that close. And uh, I think I will strike somewhere after the next economic meltdown, somewhere in the year, within the year or two of, of, of an economic turn. So I think that's kind of where I'm at. Got you. Okay. And um, so you talked a little bit about 137PM and obviously you acquired Pure Well. And then I saw recently you invested in Muslim Go as well. Yep. Are you looking to invest in more publishers? Have you got other, or are you looking to launch more publishing brands as well? You know, it's, it's on my mind. Um, I definitely uh, look for individuals or opportunities that capture my attention. And so I would say smaller ones, because really with, with the Gallery Media Group, which is the holding co that owns 137PM and PureWow in it, I want to really develop or buy bigger things for that entity, but occasionally things like Muslim Girl, Girl Boss Media, which I did as well. Occasionally there'll be some smaller emerging media properties that I may want to invest in, and uh, and so that's on my mind. And then, um, so I, I saw something else. You you were being interviewed at one point, and uh, you talked about you sort of jokingly said, if you don't get to the point where you have the cash you need to buy the New York Jets that you could launch a Kickstarter. Have you modeled the numbers and looked at the engagement and gone, do you know what, I'm close already, um, I've got, I know, or I need X number of followers and X number of engagement to actually get to that point? Or is it, is it too scary to, to know because ultimately it's not what, you don't want to complete the journey? <laughs> That's a very good question. You've done your homework. Um, I've definitely not done the homework on that. It's an in, intuition that at some level, there's always some truth into jokes. What, I, what I'm, probably why I brought it up it, it's been really intriguing to me how many people uh, genuinely want me to buy the New York Jets and it's flattering and I do think social currency is grossly underrated and it is on my mind and so you know I've not run the numbers that's not the kind of guy I am I'm more intuition intuition brand you know art gray than I am black and white math but you'd, you'd, um, rather, you'd rather have the hard work and the grind of getting there right yeah I mean it would be far more exciting if I accomplished it kind of on my own two feet. However, there is something interesting to me, which is, you know, I'm proud of the fact that I'm bringing an enormous amount of value to the entrepreneurs of today, uh, asking nothing in return. Uh, and I do feel like over the next 20 years, as hundreds of women and men go on to build big businesses on the back of my free content or inspiration, that there will be a level of guilt to intrigue to support my quest and I do think that might be fun to watch as it plays out. So bartering and trading is obviously a, an area you love and I've, I've seen a little bit recently you had a, a few landing pages around bartering for your K-Swiss trainers. Have you got any interesting other projects on the horizon around that? Obviously you do a lot of collaborations as well so you're very very big around the trading and bartering side of things. Yeah it's you know a just for everybody who's listening to this, I get interviewed a lot. I'm unbelievably impressed with how much homework you put into this interview and or paying attention. Uh, so thank you for that. Uh, yeah, it's on my mind. I think there's something there. I feel as technology gets more advanced, inefficiencies become closed. I think there's an abundance of things in the world, stuff, time. And I do think barter is actually a very intriguing part of that. So. I'm trying to figure my way through it, but there's something that's really deeply ingrained in my intuition that the barter economy is very big. Are we, are we simply missing a platform 
that takes away cash and talks about value in a different way. Yeah, and I think you know, you know, blockchain and crypto is one way to look at it. But yeah, I, I think that I think it's hard for people to list things in an eBay environment, you know, as an upfront spec maneuver in a world where the things that you value, like a car or a baby stroller or a backpack or sneakers, changes every day, and who wants to keep updating what you'd like to trade? Yeah, I, I'm definitely clearly intrigued and have a funny feeling over the next 30 years this gets figured out and I think it becomes something that becomes one of the biggest platforms in the world right we had a few tweets to cover off around your book so we had a question from Michael Dapper who is a comedian yep. also known by his hip-hop name Big Shaq so his video man's not hot has been crushing it with more than 250 million views he asked, what drives you to continually be consistent after you've had so much success, apart from one day owning the New York Jets? What is it in your driving, that gives you your driving force behind your creativity and being so focused? I think, uh, obviously, my upbringing, you know, maybe the underdog status that I was started with, you know, not born in this country, not the biggest boy in the playground, um, <laughs> not a good student. So I dealt with a lot of adversity in my youth. And it created uh, and molded me. Uh, also, just genuine gratitude. I'm deeply grateful uh, for the health and well-being of my loved ones uh, and how many years of that I was given at 42 years old. Parents, siblings, loved ones. Uh, <clears throat> a lot of death happened before I was born. Lost three of my four grandparents. So, yeah, I think gratitude and ambition, which is deeply grounded in my circumstance of being born to really great parents and being born to very little means and very big opportunity. You know, uh, it's, it's not super confusing to why I think it all played out in my opinion. We have another question for you. This is from April Todd. She says, your books talk a lot about hustling to the end, but how do you know when it's time to quit? When is it time to change your focus that actually what you've been focusing That's a great your question. On? I, I, I think perseverance versus delusion is one of the great debates. I think it's almost impossible to answer, um, but I look, for, I look for signals. If you're doing the same things or different things for three years and nothing's happening, four years and nothing's happening, it gets really tricky to get excited about it unless you're doing something very early. To me, to me that, is, um, that is a very interesting debate. And I suppose the other, the other pit around that as well is also measuring what success looks like because it's not always financial sometimes it's something completely different and making sure you have the right measure in place oh i mean I, you know you know i define success as happiness to your point for example there's a lot of things i do that i don't see monetary success in but i love doing it Allah, i just landed from a week-long trip in london i can't wait to wake up at six o'clock in the morning tomorrow and go garage sailing <laughs> and um, and uh, buy for $8 and sell for 23 on eBay, you know? Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's brilliant. So with the final question, I'd love to ask you a little bit about the future of marketing, the future of tech. Um, you've talked a fair amount around the voice game. You've obviously got VoiceCon and you're doing some cool stuff with Alexa. Um, do you think they're going to win the voice game? Are you, are you sort of completely focused on Alexa or do you think somebody else might? No, I think I'm, foc I'm, I'm focused on Alexa, Google Home very seriously. I'd like to be more focused on Apple HomePod, but they've been slow. Um, I do believe in Alexa. 
I do believe that um, that Jeff Bezos is unstoppable. So there's that, but that's kind of, you know, that's kind of where I'm at. I mean, it's a huge platform. It really matters. And I've got to, you've got to keep an eye on all the big tech players to figure out who's going to win. And do you think, uh, do you think voice will, will be the platform in the next 12 months? Or do you think it's longer? No. You see the real impact? No, I think, I think it's longer before you, like the normal people really feel it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's there now, but, but I mean, like the way you're asking it, probably four years, three, four years. Gary, I am so, so thankful for you having given the time. Um, it's been absolutely amazing chatting with you. Um, and we will make sure that we push this out to all of our audience for you. Thank you so much. You got it. Thank you Thank- so much.